Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the whole Bible every year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 13th of December, and on the Hebrew calendar it is the 19th of Kislev. And this week, our parasha, or portion from the Torah, is called Va'yeshev, which means he settled. Today, we'll be reading a portion from the Torah, which is Genesis 37, 23 through 36. Before we get into our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God. King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. When Yosef came to his brothers, they stripped Yosef of his tunic, the tunic of many colors that was on him, and they took him and threw him into the pit and the pit was empty, there was no water in it. They sat down to eat bread, and they lifted up their eyes and looked, and saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilad, with their camels bearing spices and balm and myrrh, going to carry it down to Egypt. Then Yehuda said to his brothers, What profit is it if we kill our brother and conceal his blood? Come, and let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, and not let our hand be on him, for he is our brother, our flesh. His brothers listened to him. Then Midianite merchants passed by, and they drew and lifted up Yosef out of the pit, and sold him to the Ishmaelites for twenty pieces of silver. And they brought Yosef into Egypt. Reuven returned to the pit, and saw that Yosef was not in the pit, and he tore his clothes. He returned to his brothers and said, The child is no more, and I, where will I go? They took Yosef's tunic, and killed a male goat, and dipped the tunic in the blood. They took the tunic of many colors, and they brought it to their father, and said, We have found this. Examine it now and see if it is your son's tunic or not. He recognized it and said, It is my son's tunic. An evil animal has devoured him. Yosef is without a doubt torn into pieces. Yaakov tore his clothes and put sackcloth on his waist and mourned for his son many days. All his sons and all his daughters rose up to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. He said, For I will go down to Sheol to my son mourning. His father wept for him. The Midianites sold him into Egypt to Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh's, the captain of the guard. That was Genesis, or Bereshit, 37, 23-36. And today's portion from the prophets is 1 Samuel 20. Then David 
fled from Nayot in Ramah, and came and said before Yonatan, What have I done? What is my iniquity? What is my sin before your father that he seeks my life? And he said to him, Far from it, you will not die. Behold, my father does nothing, either great or small, but that he discloses it to me. Why would my father hide this thing from me? It is not so. But David vowed again and said, Your father knows well that I have found favor in your eyes. And he says, Do not let Jonathan know this, lest he be grieved. But truly, as the Lord lives, and as your soul lives, there is but a step between me and death. Then Jonathan said to David, Whatever you say, I will do for you. So David said to Jonathan, Behold, tomorrow is Rosh Chodesh, and I should not fail to dine with the king, but let me go that I may hide myself in the field to the third day at evening. If your father misses me at all, then say, David earnestly asked leave of me that he might run to Bethlehem, his city, for it is the yearly sacrifice there for all the family. If he says, It is well, your servant shall have shalom, but if he is angry, then know that evil is determined by him. Therefore deal kindly with your servant, for you have brought your servant into a covenant of the Lord with you. But if there is iniquity in me, kill me yourself, for why should you bring me to your father? Jonathan said, Far be it from you, for if I should at all know that evil were determined by my father to come on you, then would I not tell you that? Then David said to Jonathan, Who will tell me if your father answers you roughly? And Jonathan said to David, Come, let us go out into the field. So they both went out into the field. Jonathan said to David, By the Lord, the God of Israel, when I have sounded my father about this time tomorrow, or the third day, behold, if there is good toward David, shall I not then send to you and disclose it to you? The Lord do so to Jonathan and more also. Should it please my father to do you evil, if I do not disclose it to you and send you away, that you may go in shalom? May the Lord be with you as he has been with my father. You shall not only show me the loving kindness of the Lord while I still live that I not die, but you shall also not cut off your kindness from my house forever. No, not when the Lord has cut off every one of the enemies of David from the surface of the earth. So Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David, saying, the Lord will require it, it at the hand of David's enemies. And Jonathan caused David to swear again for the love that he had to him, for he loved him as he loved his own soul. Jonathan said to him, Tomorrow is Rosh Chodesh, and you will be missed, because your seat will be empty. When you have stayed three days, Go down quickly and come to the place where you hid yourself when this started, and remain by the stone, Etzel, and I will shoot three arrows on its side, as though I shot at a mark. Behold, 
I will send the boy, saying, Go, find the arrows. If I tell the boy, Behold, the arrows are on this side of you, take them. Then come, for there is peace to you and no danger, as the Lord lives. But if I say this to the boy, Behold, the arrows are beyond you, then go your way, for the Lord has sent you away. Concerning the matter which you and I have spoken of, behold, the Lord is between you and me forever. So David hid himself in the field. When Rosh Chodesh had come, the king sat himself down to eat food. The king sat on his seat, as at other times, even on the seat by the wall, and Jonathan stood up, and Avner sat by Shaul's side, but David's place was empty. Nevertheless, Shaul did not say anything that day, for he thought, Something has happened to him. He is not clean. Surely he is not clean. And it came to pass on the next day after Rosh Chodesh, the second day, that David's place was empty. Shaul said to Jonathan, his son, Why has not the son of Ishai come to eat, either yesterday or today? So Jonathan answered Shaul, David earnestly asked permission of me to go to Bethlehem. He said, Please let me go, for our family has a sacrifice in the city. My brother has commanded me to be there. Now, if I have found favor in your eyes, please let me go away and see my brothers. Therefore he has not come to the king's table. Then Shaul's anger burned against Jonathan, and he said to him, You son of a perverse, rebellious woman, do I not know that you have chosen the son of Ishai to your own shame and to the shame of your mother's nakedness? For as long as the son of Ishai lives on the earth, you will not be established, nor will your kingdom. Therefore now send and bring him to me, for he shall surely die. Then Jonathan answered Shaul his father and said to him, Why should he be put to death? What has he done? But Shaul cast his spear at him to strike him. By this, Jonathan knew that his father was determined to put David to death. So Jonathan arose from the table in fierce anger and ate no food the second day of the month, for he was grieved for David because his father had treated him shamefully. In the morning, Jonathan went out into the field at the time appointed with David, and a little boy with him. He said to his boy, Run, find now the arrows which I shoot. As the boy ran, he shot an arrow beyond him. When the boy had come to the place of the arrow which Jonathan had shot, Jonathan cried after the boy and said, Is not the arrow beyond you? Jonathan cried after the boy, Go fast, hurry, do not delay. Jonathan's boy gathered up the arrows and came to his master. But the boy did not know anything, only Jonathan and David knew the matter. And Jonathan gave his weapons to his boy and said to him, Go, carry them to the city. As soon as the boy was gone, David arose out of the south and fell on his face to the ground, and bowed himself three times, 
They kissed one another and wept with one another, and David wept the most. Jonathan said to David, Go in shalom, because we have both sworn in the name of the Lord, saying, The Lord is between me and you, and between my offspring and your offspring forever. That was First Samuel 20. Our portion today from the writings is Psalm 66 and 67. For the chief musician, a song, a psalm. Make a joyful shout to God, all the earth. Sing to the glory of his name. Offer glory and praise. Tell God how awesome are your deeds. Through the greatness of your power, your enemies must submit themselves to you. All the earth will worship you and will sing to you. They will sing to your name, Selah. Come and see the works of God, his awesome deeds toward the sons of men. He turned the sea into dry land. They went through the river on foot. There we rejoiced in him. He rules by his might forever. His eyes watch the nations. Do not let the rebellious rise up against him. Selah. Praise our God, you peoples. Make the sound of his praise heard, who preserves our life among the living and does not allow our feet to be moved. For you, God, have tested us. You have refined us as silver is refined. You brought us into prison. You laid a burden on our backs. You allowed men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water, but you brought us out to the place of abundance. I will come into your temple with burnt offerings. I will pay my vows to you, which my lips promised, and my mouth spoke when I was in distress. I will offer to you burnt offerings of fat animals, with the offerings of rams. I will offer bulls with goats. Selah. Come and hear, all you who fear God. I will declare what he has done for my soul. I cried to him with my mouth. He was extolled with my tongue. If I cherished iniquity in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But most certainly, God has listened. He has heard the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God, who has not turned away my prayer, nor his loving kindness from me. For the chief musician with stringed instruments, a psalm, a song. May God be merciful to us, bless us, and cause his face to shine on us, Selah that your way may be known on earth and your salvation among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, God. Let all the peoples praise you. Oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you will judge the peoples with equity and govern the nations on earth, Selah. Let the peoples praise you, God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its increase. God, our own God, will bless us. God will bless us. All the ends of the earth shall fear him. That was Psalms or Telim, 
66 and 67. And now for our final portion from the, for this episode, we'll read from the Apostles. Today it is Mark 14, 1 through 42. It was now two days before Pesach and the Feast of Matzot, and the chief Kohanim and the Torah teachers sought how they might seize him by deception and kill him. For they said, Not during the feast, because there might be a riot among the people. And while he was at Bethany, in the house of Shimon the leper, he sat at the table. A woman came having an alabaster jar of ointment, of pure nard, very costly. She broke the jar and poured it over his head. But there were some who were indignant among themselves, saying, Why has this ointment been wasted? For this might have been sold for more than three hundred denarii and given to the poor. So they grumbled against her. But Yeshua said, Leave her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a good work for me. For you always have the poor with you, and whenever you want to, you can do them good, but you will not always have me. She has done what she could. She has anointed my body beforehand for the burying. Amen, I tell you, wherever this good news may be preached throughout the whole world, that which this woman has done will also be spoken of for a memorial of her. Then Yehuda Ishkayot, who was one of the twelve, went away to the chief Kohanim, that he might deliver him to them. They, when they heard it, were glad and promised to give him money, and he sought how he might conveniently deliver him. On the first day of Matzah, when they sacrificed the Pesach, his disciples asked him, Where do you want us to go and prepare that you may eat the Pesach? And he sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the city, and there you will meet a man carrying a pitcher of water. Follow him, and wherever he enters in, tell the master of the house. The rabbi says, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Pesach with my disciples? And he himself will show you a large upper room, furnished and ready. Get ready for us there. And his disciples went out and came into the city and found things as he had said to them, and they prepared the Pesach. When it was evening, he came with the twelve, and as they sat and were eating, Yeshua said, Amen, I tell you, one of you will betray me, he who eats with me. They began to be sorrowful and asked him one by one, Surely not I. And another said, Surely not I. He answered them, It is one of the twelve, he who dips with me in the dish. For the Son of Man goes, just as it is written about him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had not been born. And as they were eating, Yeshua took matzah, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them and said, Take, eat, this is my body. He took the cup and when he had given thanks, he gave to them, and they all drank of it. <laughs> 
He said to them, This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many. Amen, I tell you. I will no more drink of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it anew in the kingdom of God. And when they had sung the Hallel, they went out to the Mount of Olives. And Yeshua said to them, All of you will be made to stumble because of me tonight, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. However, after I am raised up, I will go before you into Galil. But Peter said to him, Although all will be offended, yet I will not. And Yeshua said to him, Amen, I tell you, that you today, even this night, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. But he spoke all the more. If I must die with you, I will not deny you. And they all said the same thing. And they came to a place which was named Gatshemen. And he said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray. And he took with him Peter, Yaakov, and Yohanan, and began to be greatly troubled and distressed. And he said to them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful even to death. Stay here and watch. And he went forward a little, and fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass away from him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible to you. Please remove this cup from me. However, not what I desire, but what you desire. And he came and found them sleeping and said to Peter, Shimon, are you sleeping? Could you not watch one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again he went away and prayed, saying the same words. And again he returned and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy, and they did not know what to answer him. And he came the third time and said to them, Sleep on now and take your rest. It is enough. The hour has come. Behold, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Arise, let us get going. Behold, he who betrays me is at hand. That was Mark 14, verses 1 through 42, and it concludes today's readings. However, if you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading 1 Corinthians 11 also. Well, thank you so much for listening. I pray that the Word of God will be blessing a blessing for you today and strengthen your hearts. This has been Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.